This is Actor Self Coach, the actor's resource for emotional well-being. This is your phenomenal life. Know this. There's nothing you can't do. There's no problem you can't solve if you learn to manage your mind. So let's go. Hello to all and welcome to episode 28, The Power of the Word Yet. So how was your week? Mine was both wonderful and fraught, (laughs) both professionally and personally. It's also tax season. I'm going to speak about that next week. But I find sitting down to do this podcast, and I am cross-legged on the floor, uh, sitting down to do this to be a release from the week. It's been that kind of week, and it feels great to sit down and talk with some of my favorite people on the planet. Because even life coaches have to keep working to manage our minds. And I'm just going to say I had a lot of management this week to be working on. And I was not always pleased with my choices. One of my personal battles is the all or nothing thought swing. So I tend to go full throttle into projects, ideas, or want to pull back totally. And we all have our things, right? We just need to be aware of them, or we don't need to be. But if you are aware of them, it can be useful at times like this, because It's hard to see the shore sometimes when you're swimming in the middle of it. So I I can do that professionally as well. It looks like when I have a great audition and throw everything I have into it, so I feel great about it. Who knows what anyone else would feel about it? So that's what we have, right? The integrity of what we feel. And then I'm invited to a callback. I don't always summon that same energy. Sometimes I even think, I gave you all I had. That's what I had. That's what I do. And anything less might be watered down or different when, honestly, they just want a different look or they want to give you notes or direction or see if you can do it again. And I find I have to work up to that point sometimes. So I don't know if any of you are affected that way, but we all have those things, right, that we notice about ourselves. So I've found that I'm much happier when I go with my instincts. I feel more myself in terms of auditioning. And in any event, the director then has a fair shake at who and what they would be getting, and they can consider, will that work for me? Will that work for them, for the production, for their idea about what they're creating. So the thing about my training and my work as a coach is that I no longer have much judgment about it. So that all or nothing swing I have, I just note it. Doesn't mean I love it, but I note it. It's who I am now. It's kind of baked in at this point. And I reflect on the patterns And I'm in one of those periods now where I'm riding the balance between personal responsibilities and my acting and coaching work, and I have to coach myself or I work with my coach to work through these decisions. And I'm grateful I can do that. Another beautiful happening for me with thought work has been that I'm much less likely to panic about anything. 
So I misplaced my wallet, or as I grew up, we called it a billfold. I think it's regional and maybe also has a gender divide. I don't know. But at any rate, I I lost that thing that we carry ID cards in and important little notes and sometimes currency, even our virtual age. And it was missing for about half a day, so a considerable chunk of time, and I kept fairly calm about it. And it was threading through my mind, but it wasn't throbbing. So it was that like mild headache, but not a migraine. And this leveling of what could have been a moment of panic, or actually several hours of panic, allows a reserve of energy for things I do want to focus on, and a reserve for when something truly is urgent. And that wasn't urgent. So I hope that as you go through your days and weeks, you can loosen the grip that judgment has on you, both of yourself and others, and just notice. Notice what your brain is doing. Notice when it wants to go to the negative or to the overly dramatic or to the self-pitying choice. We all do it. (laughs) But the more you notice, the more you say to yourself, to your brain, I see what you're doing there. You're on to yourself. And your brain, constantly doing its primitive keep us out of danger function, can start to explore other pathways. So every time my mind went to, oh, I don't want to have to go to the DMV. Oh, I don't want to have to call the credit card companies. Oh, I don't. Oh, oh, oh. how much money was in my, you know, every time my brain started to do that, I was like, well, I'm going to give it a day. And we'll see how that works. And I found it. It's not always the case, but I didn't add panic to anything until I knew the resolution. So what was it? about the word that I'm nominating for us this week. The word yet. That adverb that means up until the present or until a specified or implied time. So for me this week, it was like, I'm not going to panic about losing my wallet yet because I'm still going to look for it, because I'm going to ask for help looking for it, because I'm going to retrace my steps, because it's not the end of the world, because, 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 because. And the word yet can also serve as a conjunction that can serve us quite nicely. And that just made me think about conjunction, function, conjunction, junction, what's your function? I loved that. I loved all those things. Yes, that is my era. But when you frame out your thoughts and you serve them up as factual, I invite you to add the word yet and see what magic you can conjure. Credible magic, something you can believe in, even though you don't know exactly how it happens or will happen. So if you're thinking about a role you're working on, you could think the director doesn't get what I'm offering. Or you might think, the audience doesn't understand this scene. But if you add the word yet to either thought, you can invite an opening up from the thought instead of the closed door it can feel like at first. The director doesn't get what I'm offering yet. The audience doesn't understand this scene yet. Suddenly, you've pointed your brain in the direction of solving something instead of choosing a thought as if it is a fact. 
which is very closed sometimes. The director doesn't get what I'm offering. Perhaps you need to have a conversation with them or send an email or ask what you were going for in this scene or keep coming up with ideas in your shower and trying them in the room. There are lots of possibilities there. The director doesn't get what I'm offering yet. Or you may still decide that they don't understand what you are offering, but you do, and you are okay with that. Maybe better than okay. If you take the audience doesn't understand this scene yet, you are asking your brain to give the scene more time to develop, to keep the energy flowing, rather than approaching it as something that is done, sealed, and unchangeable. So in terms of theater, at any rate, each rehearsal preview performance is another step up to bat. And maybe the audience does understand the scene, but they aren't giving the feedback you envisioned, the laughs, the gasps, the held breath, the vibe. And you can decide to change something you were doing to open the scene up more for them, or you can keep to the work you have established and know that some are getting it and some are not. And some never will, right? And if you think of acting work along the lines of paintings in a gallery or a museum, everyone who stops along the way for a glance or a hard look is going to have a different takeaway. And that's as it should be. That is art. Monolithic acting work is not, I wager, the best work. We cannot serve everyone, every director, every audience member. Art is not so factual, right? And when you you find you stop questioning, stop wanting this to improve or that to go more smoothly, if something feels too easy or slick or handled, and there are those of us that resist that as well, I'm amongst them. The power of yet. From a personal standpoint, you might think, Everyone I'm dating is not right for me. And when we add yet, everyone I'm dating is not right for me yet. Or let's be fancy, shall we? Shall we be fancy and try the conjunction? Everyone I'm dating is not right for me, yet I'm going to keep going because I hunger for a committed relationship. Not really a sentence you would say, but... For our purposes, I think you get it. Or, everyone I'm dating is not right for me, yet I'm going to have as much fun as humanly possible until I find the one. So this is a simple concept, right? But worth thinking about for a few moments. Where are you cutting yourself off? And can the word yet help? I hope so. When a sentence in your mind... That's what our thoughts are. When a sentence in your mind feels like a closed door, just try yet as an open window. As we lurch towards spring, and that's to me what it feels like right now, a kind of a lurching haphazard movement with our days inching longer, notice that our tempers can leap between the longing of that bright beginning ahead and back to despondent because it is still bleak more days than not. 
and try to find some grace for yourself here. I, I find that we need more support sometimes of the year, that life seems tougher for several weeks at a time, and sometimes you can't put your finger on it. And when you feel that, remember that others are feeling it as well. Take your joy in full measure where you find it, especially at these times. Sometimes a friend can help. Just call them and say, can I just vent for 10 minutes and you don't need to say anything? And then you might offer them the same in return. Or certainly if you have a therapist or a coach, lean into that. The winter doldrums are a thing. And you can certainly tend to your inner garden while we await the eruption of the real thing. Winter is long, yet spring is coming. All right, that's it for now. Love to you all and talk to you soon.